Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. Today, I would like to talk about hormones. <laughs> uh, but in all honesty, um, I have obviously had the personal experience of the constant roller coaster of hormones. Um, but I have also been in conversation with a lot of dear friends of mine who are in the process of fertility and um, perimenopause and all of these different, and also menopause, uh, all of these different phases in, in a woman's life that we experience. And nobody ever really gives us the cliff's notes or the warning <laughs> that hormones are going to massively affect your state of mind and your mood and will impact how you see yourself and your life. You know, we 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 know as a society that, you know, the week before our period that we tend to get more emotional, um, potentially, you know, more edgy, you know, we know that, but I don't know. I feel like it's been served up to us as kind of like this side effect that women have to bear this odd cross around, oh yeah, we're going to be horrible people for the week before our period. Sorry about it. You know, and it's not, it's not delivered to us in a way that's educational for us to actually have some understanding, some deeper understanding of what's happening inside of us so we can be aware of it, have some, uh, again, some education around it so our relationship to it can change. Uh, So yeah, so that's what I'm inspired to talk about today. Personal experience, um, I would say about four days ago in my pre-menstrual cycle, uh, I took an absolute nosedive emotionally. And I am, you know, with my cycles, I am pretty regular as far as I often will notice my emotions before I realize, oh, my cycle is coming. You know, I will all of a sudden um, start to have a bit of a downtrodden, kind of down in the mouth view of my life and of myself. And sometimes it really comes out of nowhere things will be trucking along and I might even be feeling really extra positive and extra good about things. 
And then out of nowhere, it's like I get hit by a Mack truck where I feel really insecure. And sometimes it takes me a minute to realize because, you know, we all experience insecurity, uh, you know, throughout our days even sometimes. Um, So sometimes it takes me a bit for me to realize it and wake up to it and remember, oh, this feels different and kind of check in with my calendar and go, oh, 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 my hormones are raging. Okay. Now I can kind of, you know, find my grounding in a different type of way. So obviously I am not a doctor. So I'm talking here just from the perspective of this understanding and get get the word out so that way we all can feel a bit more validated in our experience when we have it, feel seen, um, and then also so we can take a moment of pause and really appreciate what's happening uh, so we don't feel scared by it when we're in the middle of that experience. I, uh, you know, recently was speaking with a friend of mine who is, you know, in the process of uh, giving herself extra hormones in the process of uh, amping up her fertility. And she was sharing with me, she goes, Jesse, I am so grateful. I have this understanding of how my mind is constantly creating the experience inside of me and it doesn't mean anything about me. Uh, She said, I'm so grateful I have that because I have, she said she was in, she's putting half the amount of hormones in herself that somebody would do for like IVF, for example, um, in vitro fertilization. She's only doing half the amount of those hormones. And she goes, Jess, I can't imagine what it's like for women who are injecting themselves with even more hormones than I am. And they don't have this understanding. I can't imagine the suffering they are experiencing. Because she said, you know, I woke up the other morning with all of this, all of these insecure ideas around what's possible for me and my career and what's going on and why am I making these choices and why are my husband and I, you know, choosing to, to walk this really challenging road and just all the different things that fly through our mind when, uh, you know, the energy is kind of unleashed in us, you know, with that, with that big shift in our hormones. And I totally understood because the last few days myself, just with the hormone fluctuation of my menstrual cycle, I absolutely experienced the same thing. And I was so grateful that I had my grounding and I knew I was okay. But even amongst my feelings of joy, I had this low hum of low mood at the same time. You know, um, my darling husband took us on an adventure and that was really wonderful. And I absolutely enjoyed myself. 
but I could feel that it was underpinned by this insecurity that was happening because of the hormones. And it's uncomfortable and tiring. <laughs> um, and, and I know that in the past, without my understanding of what was going on inside of me, I would have absolutely fallen for all of that insecure thinking that was swirling inside of me. And I would have tried to make sense of it. I would have tried to do something with it. You know, tried to kind of get to the bottom of it. What's it trying to tell me? What's this feeling trying to tell me? You know, what are my thoughts? What are my thoughts trying to warn me about, about my life? You know, it's almost like, you know, when you're in a low mood, <laughs> your thoughts, you know, especially the insecure ones, they almost feel like it's the word of God. Like, Jesse, if you don't listen to me, everything will fall apart. <laughs> oh, God. You know, and uh, it's it's purely because we're more vulnerable when we're in those in those different uh, phases of our experience, you know. Um, so, yeah, so something that I thought would be really helpful for me to share is what often happens, and this isn't just for hormonal cycles, you know, this is really a point to be made around low moods in general, but there is a telltale sign of low mood that will really be helpful for you if you start to get to know your habits of low mood thinking. So as I said, um, you know, a moment ago, that sometimes my emotions uh, will kind of wake me up to where I am in my menstrual cycle you know, they are the ones that kind of let me know like, whoa, you know, because sometimes they're, they tank my feelings so quickly out of nowhere that it'll kind of give me the heads up like, oh, geez, I wonder if I'm working up to my period. Well, really, you know, as I've, as I've shared with you before, our feelings are coming from our thinking 100% of the time. So, what has really been helpful for me is to know, kind of get to know my low mood thinking, because here's why. And I'm not, it's not about getting into the context of your thoughts and analyzing things. You will probably find that you have themes of conversations that come up for you when you're in a low mood or a hormonal cycle. What do I mean? Well, we all have these kind of fallback themes that rear their ugly head when we're in when we're feeling blue. So for me, my kind of habit, my habitual themes that come up are always about money and um money. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's an amazing thing when my own, my own income and my own baseline has 
continue to evolve and change in the most wonderful ways throughout my life. And yet, there is always that habitual thinking that comes up. So, you know, and, and uh, you know, an, another thing that comes to mind for a friend is that, you know, she will get, she will have um, things about her, how she looks. And of course, all of these things are untrue, guys. But again, you might find that you have these fallback habitual themes of thought that come up and they are really, truly being your best friend, letting you know that you're in a low mood and, you know, in theme of today's conversation, potentially, you know, having raging hormones that are creating this low mood for you. When you see these themes pop up, it is a gift because for me, when I see them, I'm like, oh, I'm in familiar territory. That means I need to drop back down, look for a good feeling, right? Take care of myself to help my mind settle and, you know, kind of wait it out because at some point everything shifts, right? Thoughts and feelings do not have roots. It's all transient energy moving through us. So, at some point, things will lift and you will start to see clearer again. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's a very different thing to take all of that thinking seriously. Like, oh no, my mind is telling me yet again that I'm falling short on something. So I've got to do something about it. And you get all in the sandbox with it versus seeing the theme and going, oh, hello. All right. I need to kind of take care of myself, have some grace here with myself while um, my hormones shift or while my mood shifts, you know, or my, while my mind settles. It's a very different thing. It's, it's very empowering. It is full of love and care and kindness for yourself. Uh, one other thing I did want to say before I wrap this up. And I actually heard this from a colleague of mine who's been doing this work for 45 years. She calls hormonal thinking pity party thinking. (laughs) And that is also me. So I thought I would share that with you. It literally made me laugh out loud when I heard her say it because I thought, yes, when I am, you know, particularly in a hormonal rage inside, meaning my hormones are raging, um, because my flavor and brand of, of feeling typically goes more insecure, not angry when I'm in hormonal phases, but you might be different. Um, but anyway, she said, yeah, you know, when we're in those, when, when our hormones are all crazy inside, we really get into a pity party, you know? woe is me? Why aren't things working out? You know, you know, why don't people understand me more? Like, you know, that just pity party thinking. And man, I internally can 100% go there when uh, my moods are, or my hormones are raging. So I thought I'd give you that one too. (laughs) My final thought is, this metaphor that I heard from 
yet another colleague who's been doing this for 45 years, but a different person. And she shared this metaphor that I thought was just so magnificent and rings so true. At the end of the day, I would love for you to remember that your well-being and your innate health is like the pilot light on a gas stove. It is on all the time. But as you know, with a gas stove, until we get the stove going, until we light that pilot light, right? Or like get it, get it going. It isn't until we do that, that we feel the heat and start actually, you know, cooking the meal that, that we're, that we've put on the stove. Very similarly, our innate health and our well-being is this little, this little flicker of a pilot light that is constantly on. But very similarly to like the pilot light, we kind of forget that it's constantly on. You know, because until we experience these moments where we just have pure peace or overwhelming feelings of contentment or overwhelming feelings of joy and excitement, when that stove, you know, that pilot light is just lit all the way up on high, that's when we're like, ah, there it is. But the reality is, is even when it isn't turned up to high, it's always there. It is always there just being covered up by your temporary experience of thought and feeling. I found that very comforting. So I hope that helps you too. Sending love in all directions and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram at What Moves You with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at WhatMovesYouWithJesse.com. And please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.